here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm Hiro Goto, and you are listening to the New Japan Broadcast. everyone welcome to this week's edition of the new japan purocast your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside as always by mr damon mcdonald it is friday evening january 12th at the time that we are recording this and uh you know damon you and i were talking a little bit off air about your travels in tokyo and what you thought of the matches from Wrestle Kingdom 12 on television as opposed to live in the Tokyo Dome. And I said, you know what? Why don't we just hit record right now? So here we are, and let's just pick up right where we left off. It's unbelievable. Um, the comedy goal that we left on the table there, Colin. But hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm back here in the lovely United States. Home sweet home. And uh, let me tell you something. I don't know how... These uh, young gentlemen and uh, ladies who do a lot of this pro wrestling stuff, I don't know how they do it because the jet lag on this one has beat my ass to a pulp. Oh, my God, I'm dragging. But uh, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go because uh, this is our favorite show of the year, uh, along with the awards, along with G1 Wrestle Kingdom, right? We get uh, more listeners than then we can shake a stick at. That is correct, Damon. Historically, our big, full Wrestle Kingdom review show has always been our most listened to. So uh, welcome back, folks. Sorry for the delay. You know, Damon was on the other side of the world and stuff. So it Mm -hmm. uh, took a little little while for us to finally sit down and uh, resume business and record our full-length Wrestle Kingdom 12 review. So... That is what we are going to be talking about on this episode, uh, and I think it's going to be very interesting because, Damon, obviously you were there just like you were uh, the previous year, and the interesting part, again, you were telling me you thought that certain matches on television, on NJPW World, when you watched it back, were really great. And yeah. perhaps you didn't feel the same way about uh, some of the matches there live. I mean, I know our uh, our buddy Mackie was uh, say- <laughs> he was saying uh, he didn't really think much of Goto and Suzuki. Um, and I don't know if he ever went back and rewatched that match yet. But there's an example right there of somebody who thought that the match was just kind of eh, 
it was there live, but hot I don't damn. I thought it was eh. I mean, eh is a little, little strong. Maybe, yeah, right. Maybe that's the wrong word, meh or eh. Um, more like, like <laughs> was that with a Z? Yeah, the Z, the Z, as the uh, British would like to say. Ah, uh, okay. I, I, I see. I've actually never heard that one before. But you know uh, what I'm getting at. Pretty pretty good match live, but wow, that was really uh, bloody brilliant. Uh, watched back on NJPW World. Ah, uh, yeah. There and, and there was there were plenty of that. Um, live, Goto and Suzuki. Again, I thought it was really really good. I th- and and. Um, you know, all the all the post intermission matches were really good, um, but I I wanted to make make sure that um, I because because here's the problem, I don't remember a lot of stuff because there's so much going on in the Tokyo Dome and there's so much I, alcohol in your system. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. That day was that day was a heavy drinking day. That day was a heavy drinking day. I started, oh, Con. I I'm not gonna lie. That was a rough day for me. That was, I had a, I had a I had a bit of a rough patch. Um, I was worried about you there. I was thinking about you, champ. I that was a rough day when it came to the drinking. Um, that was an all day affair because it started. Uh, we were meeting some of the some of the NJPW talent. Uh, we had a little lunch. Look at and, you uh, rub, rubbing elbows with the stars. Yes, I had I had raw horse. I had raw horse meat. You're like a Dothraki. <laughs> a what? A Brian Mackey. Um, I had raw horse meat for lunch. It was uh, it was delicious. Couldn't believe what I was eating though. Like like right now, if you put it in front of me, I'd be like, I am not fucking eating that. Uh, but it came recommended from one of the, one of the workers, and um, who you know knows knows their protein. Um, and they're like, yeah, it's really good. All right, fuck it. And I had about three uh, strong zeros at that point waiting outside of uh, we were right near the New Japan shop and uh, there was this restaurant we went to um, but I'm waiting outside and I'm, I'm drinking because I was just I don't know I just uh, here's I only have so much battery I only have so much social battery you know what I mean see I I, 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 I think that that's false though I really I, do no I really do Colin I, I, I beg to differ because I spent 24 hours. I didn't leave my hotel room because I was having a nervous breakdown because I couldn't cope anymore. Right? I know what my batteries can do. That uh, my batteries were shot, shot for the fucking week. So um, let me ask you this: Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an extrovert by uh, preservation. Ah. Uh, there's a there's a there there I I. It's, There's a lot that goes into that, in other words. Yeah, it's exhausting. Okay, it's fucking exhausting. It's draining, because I because I want it, but I'm keeping you at a distance. Um, and and it's just it's it's sometimes it's very overwhelming. And Tokyo, the city itself, it can be very overwhelming. And um, all of that stimulus, all that stimuli, uh, it it drains my battery very quickly. Um, but with that said, Colin, I cannot tell you. The amount of people that came up to me, I cannot tell you the amount of of love that this show received. Um, Don Callis aside, <laughs> <laughs> he hates you. He said so on air. I, I was listen. Said you're uh, annoying. 
Yeah, I'm hoping this is this is part of the, the you know the pro wrestling thing here. I never. I don't know. Him. I think it's a shoot. You think so? I'm hoping. Listen, if it is, we still got 30 seconds of him ranting and raving about me on on fucking you know arguably one of the best uh, matches of the show. So, uh, you know, listen, if if he really hated me, he wouldn't even mention me. Um, but you know, whatever. Listen, I've had I've had worse from better. Um. Anyway. So yeah, it's it was it was you know, um, Eric, who we went over uh, with, and 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 Mackie, they went to a zero one show, and I told Eric flat out, I was like, I can't, I can't go, I'm I'm not feeling well, and I wasn't feeling well. I definitely had caught a uh, cold of some sort, but uh, truth be told, uh, I couldn't leave my fucking room because I was like, I just can't fucking deal. I can't. I can't hear words. Like I can't have. I I couldn't even have people talk to me <laughs> at a certain point because I. I. I you know how you just kind of just like you're just tunnel visioning and you're just shaking your head and you're like going yes okay uh, in response because you I couldn't do it anymore. Anyway, even with all that said, Colin, I, I would. There is life before. I, I said it before. There's life before Tokyo, and there's life after Tokyo. And I've had people on this very trip say those, utter those same things. I have people come up to me, Colin, and say, the reason why I'm here in Tokyo is because of you talking about Tokyo and your experiences on this very show, um, which blew me away. Uh, you know, that, that, uh, that, that, that's the kind of stuff that, like, if, if we ended this show today, I would be proud of that, to have somebody – a, a young guy and and his friends tell me that. Well, Damon, uh, you're in luck because <laughs> this is officially the, the last episode <laughs> of the not- New Japan Puro cast. <laughs> That's how we're starting off 2018. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah>. Toodaloo. Um, <laughs> I, but that's, you know, to me, that's, that's, that's a fucking amazing thing. Um, it's, it's, it's life changing. And and the people that you meet and the people came up and that gave warm well wishes for you, Colin, were tremendous. Aww. The people the people coming up. Um, and there's so many I can't even mention them all. I I, I it would be impossible um, to mention everyone that that it's, I even had a list on my phone. But the, like to read them off, I I, I I'll, I'll try to route, but um, maybe at the end of the show I'll, I'll, I'll rattle them off. But I mean, Colin. I mean, just randomly at you know that day. You know, again, it was a heavy drinking day. Then we had to meet up at TGI Fridays. Um, and, and this is January fourth, Wrestle Kingdom Day. Wrestle Kingdom Day. So we we had about I would say probably about twenty, maybe thirty people um, that were there. And this was just a hodgepodge throw together. This was nothing. This was nothing like Long Beach, right? And what are the demographics we're talking here? I mean, uh, people from Reddit, um, you know, so the uh, NJPW board from Reddit. Japanese um, people, Americans mostly. Japanese Americans. Mishmash. Australians. um, A whole whole gamut. Ran ran the whole floor. So people Um, from all different cultures, all different walks of life, breaking bread together in celebration of New Japan Pro Wrestling. The service was pretty bad at TGI Fridays, to be honest with you. But... um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was unbelievable. And then, so you, you know, now it's now it's Wrestle Kingdom time, and people are all outside the dome. 
right? So it's packed. Uh, you meet people from all walks of life, um, people that you met the year before who remember you from getting just getting their picture taken with you from before, right? So Fumi, who who is such a pleasure and such a joy and such a wonderful human being, um, you know, he he lights up like a kid on Christmas. So he's got all his, you know, his mask. He's got his Fumi tiger mask and his uh, uh, Fumi mascaras ma mask. And he, he's on and, and, you know, he's always wearing his uh, Philadelphia Flyers uh, jersey. So he stands out like a little bit of a sore thumb. But people recognize him from that. So then they recognize us as the big Americans, you know. So we're getting pictures with people that we got from last year and new people. And Colin, there's a, there was a guy – and I, I feel terrible because I forget the, the guy's name, but he was so nice. He comes up, he walks up, and he hands me – remember that bit, menswear, the band? He hands yes. me the CD. He hands me the CD. He's like, I remember – you know, and I was just I, – I almost broke down and cried. I was like, this fucking guy took the time to go and find this nonsense CD that I love. Uh, you know, that you can't find. It's out of print. Um, I couldn't even get it in London. Couldn't even get the I look. Couldn't find it anywhere. Hands it to me. You know, it's that kind of shit. And again, maybe I, you know, I feel like I, I'm afforded some some opportunities that other people might not be. And and this show does this, right? This show allows me to do that. Um. But even then, I I, I mean, there are people that came up to me and just said, "I've had such an a, an unbelievable week, and I've had a, an unbelievable handful of days." and I'm coming back next year, and you're so right, Dane, in, in, in the sense that there is life before Tokyo and life after Tokyo, and life changes based off of this experience. And I and I and I, I can't stress it enough. If you are on the fence, or you are struggling with the decision of, oh man, that looks like fun, or that looks like those adventures that Damon and Eric and Fumi and Mackie and it just looks so appealing. If, if you're on the fence, I'm going to beg you. I'm going to beg you to save your pennies. Do what you got to do. And again, I shared some very personal things in the beginning of the show to kind of show you that if I can do it, you can do it. And Colin, I'm kind of talking to you. I know right? you're talking to me. Uh, and, I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to sell me on this, Damon. Jeez, you're, uh, you're, not, you're not doing I, such a hot job. No, it, because even with all that, even even with all that I that I had to deal with, and I knew going in, because I I told you before that I was kind of dreading going into this, right? In, in in certain degrees, and we joked about it, you know, have fun in Tokyo and all that stuff. But there were parts of this that I was actually dreading, because I knew I was going to have a moment like that. I I knew, I knew what was going to happen. But I'm what I'm saying is that I know that there are people that that that's what's keeping them from getting outside their comfort zone, getting outside their box, and, and they're afraid of, of having those moments, and they're afraid of the uncomfortability that might, that going to a strange land and going to a, 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 a place so far away from home could bring. Well, I, I think I that's definitely part of it, but the other part, I think, is largely financial. It's a lot of money, this trip, right? Not as much as you would think. It's a couple it's grand, not, though. A, okay, a couple grand. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, and I'm not sneezing at it. Trust me, I'm not. But there are people from all walks of life that said, you know, that told me I saved 
I, how did you, you know, you know, because listen, I, I never had been to Tokyo before in my life, right? Before, you know, I, you know, five years ago was the first time I went, right? It's not like it's not like I'm 20. Imagine me at 20 going to Tokyo. Holy shit! That would that'd shit. be a disaster. It would. I I wouldn't have made 25. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, it would have been crazy. The yakuza, there, the yakuza would have had you in the back of a bar them. somewhere, boy. Oh, I would have been. Yeah, I would have just been. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd be in pieces somewhere in in the sea of Japan. Um, but but every. Almost everybody I talked to was was definitely younger than me, Colin. Um, I, I, I'm really racking my brain, like thinking of like Australians and people from the UK or people from, um, you know, maybe there was a guy Hong Kong. He was from Hong Kong. Joe, it was his name. Joe from Hong Kong. What a what a character this guy was. He was great. Hi, Joe. I know he's listening. He's a listener. Comes up. Joe from Hong Kong. That's awesome. Uh, um, he might have been a little bit uh, closer to my age. The colonies are all young people. And he so, was a Chinese gentleman. Yeah, he's from Hong Kong. Yep. Hong Kong. I don't know if he was just an American living there or whatever. No, no, no. No. Um, That's good. I, got, I, I, I had a guy from Singapore come up. Um, I'm standing in Cork, and it was – and this was one of those moments. I'm standing in Cork and waiting for the Australians because uh, the kids, as we like to call them, Claire and Kyle, who are just uh, just the, the best, They're just fucking the greatest. Uh, you know, and that's again, I would have never met him if it wasn't for this show. Um, and he just comes up, you know, um, you know, listen to the show and and that, you know, just that kind of stuff. But anyway, my point being, Colin, and I know we're going to talk pro wrestling in a moment here, kids. I promise. Um. Step outside your comfort zone. It, it um, save your pennies. It takes a little discipline. Get a plan. Um, do See, it. it's, the, it's, it's not so much the comfort zone thing that's an issue for me. I mean, I don't. That, that's that's not the issue. The issue for me is that fourteen-hour plane ride. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big dude, right? Uh, You're a big bigger boy. than most. Yeah. Though it's it's torturous. I mean, if you're flying in out from, I mean, listen, there's a, a guy that we met last year. I met at Long Beach as well. Name's Carlos. He listens to the show. Um, great guy, just a super chill guy. Like he is the he is the the dictionary definition of chill, right? You know, listen, we're we're big guys, and 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 he's flying out of JFK, um, so he knows the struggle. Um, it's not a comfortable ride. It's not, it's not, and you know, you're halfway through it and you're looking at, you know, how you have the flight tracker and you're over uh, Alaska and Alaska feels like it doesn't fucking end. You watch two movies and you're still flying over fucking Alaska. I hate Alaska. (laughs) No disrespect to any listeners we may have in the great state of Alaska. Move. (laughs) Um, I wonder if we have anybody listening in Alaska. You got the analytics. You know, I I have never seen um, any cities from Alaska come okay. up in the analytics as of yet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have no listeners in Alaska. No, but that's a that's a, that that's where you lose your mind, and you're just sitting in a plane, man. You're just sitting in a chair for 14. hours. Do me a favor, people. Sit in a chair for 14 hours. It ain't fun. It ain't fun. But 
the pot at the end of the fucking rainbow is is Tokyo. Um, coming home is a little depressing. <laughs> but but even then, you're looking forward to going home. I was saying I, to you though, off the air, like uh, n- number one, are there cruises to Japan? Oh. And number two, how much would it take to charter one of these ships to 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 do the uh, you know like the Chris Jericho cruise that's coming up this year the the New Japan PuroCast Wrestle Kingdom thirteen cruise? Could you imagine that? I would I would love that. Takes uh, off I from uh, San Francisco, Seattle. maybe yeah, Seattle. Yeah, I would love it. I would. It would be. It, you know, I'm sitting here right now, and I'm like. Am I going next year? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like right now. Oh, you'll be I'm there. I'm talking to you March and April, but you know. Listen, right let me wanna... uh, let let me try and get to Long Beach first. Let's take uh, let's take baby steps here. Let's take one bite at a time. Okay, that, that's listen. That's fair. I, I think it's fair. Uh, but again, if you are on you, and I'm talking to you, Kyle Miller, but I'm also talking to you, the audience. If you are on the fence, do it. It will change your life that i promise you and again you may not get the whole damon experience right i was colin i can you name 10 people or think of 10 people that are non-pro wrestlers that have not they're not workers right have, that have been backstage at cork and hall uh off the top of my head no maybe Meltzer. maybe right? uh i can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. Kevin Kelly, let me tell you something about Kevin Kelly. And I know he said it last week. That guy is a is a peach. That guy, that guy went out of his way to help us with this Takayama fund and, and went out of his way to mention it and went out of his way to 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 help us hand over. And again, this is Eric's baby. Right? This is this is not a pure cast baby. This is Eric's baby. This is a real hero, baby. Correct. Um, but what a fucking honor to be able to do that and to, to see Suzuki and he being appreciating and humbled and, and shocked that this would even happen. Um, that is amazing. So, again, you might not get the full demon experience, but if you are on the fence, do it. You, you, you won't regret it. Um, it's life changing. It's it's an amazing time. You're with pro wrestling fans, people who enjoy the same things you do, and you'll just be blown away by the kindness of the people, the city itself, the experiences that you ha- will have. I, I, I mean, I, listen, I I, I I know that we want to get into the, the the Wrestle Kingdom talk, and and we are right now, but. And maybe we do a podcast, Colin, of just the, the adventures that I had because there's so many stories and there's so much coolness and, and things that I would love to share. And for um, what it's worth, there's a lot of questions that um, I would like to ask you that I think is also on the minds of our listeners. So maybe we make a point of doing that sometime in 2018, just a, a podcast about your adventures and experiences and uh, et cetera yeah. and so forth in Tokyo, I- Japan. The one thing, Colin, I, the um, I went to an underground pro wrestling show. You you made mention of that. It was it had a combination of pro wrestling in a ring, or so in a basement in the middle of nowhere, in a basement like it's like a club. The ring has ropes, but the ropes are made out of 
chains, the metal chains or ropes. Um, and like we have like two or three matches and then a like a like a stripper, <laughs> like an exotic dancer, and then like a match and then a comedian. All there's like thirty people in this basement in Tokyo. Kurt Schimmel, this guy that we know, um, is a legend. Every time we go, he's there. He's the one that hooked us up when we went to Bull Nakano's bar last year. Um, he, we're, we're, we're walking around Tokyo. He's got. A, he's like, I, I got a map. So I'm thinking he's going to bring out his phone. He brings out a piece of paper. It's a drawing. <laughs> How did he get to this place? And he's like, I, we're losing our mind. We're shotgunning strong zeros because you can't drink. You can't bring the drinks in there. Uh, so we're shotgunning. Like like we're in college, but we're in a basement in the middle of Tokyo watching nonsense. It's it's unbelievable. We're outside the the, the club. Uh, uh, we see uh, a couple, young couple, uh, and we were like, "This is the place." And they're like, "Yeah." And we start talking to them, and and their friend is on the show, and it's her fourth pro wrestling match. Her fourth pro wrestling match. I was like, "How do you? How is this your fourth? You know, you know what I mean? Like your fourth match should be like a." Four blocks away from your house, or you know, two towns over. No, his, her fourth match is in a basement somewhere in Tokyo. All right. And what was the name uh, of said promotion, pray tell? I, I think it was just called Underground Wrestling. <laughs> Clever name. Yeah, right. I think that's exactly what it was called. Um, it's that kind of nonsense, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm shoulder shrugging. Maybe we do that podcast. All right, Colin. Let's talk about Wrestle Kingdom because that was the original question, wasn't it? After this twenty-minute uh, soliloquy, that was the original question. And you know, last week we did a little PuroCast instant take because we wanted to get something out there for our listeners. So we just recorded a uh, a brief thirty-minute episode. I don't um, remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> I was so I was so I was so out of my mind. You sounded tired on that episode. Actually, you go back and listen to that. You sound yeah. like a like a very exhausted. Damon McDonald, but uh, I had said on that episode, boy, may- maybe this wasn't the kind of card like Wrestle Kingdom 11, for example, where it was match of the year, match of the year, match of the year, match of the year. However, as far as um, just an overall card and a consistent card that I felt that progressively got better match after match from top to bottom... This one's going to be hard to beat, and I I think you're going to be hard pressed um, to uh, find not only a better uh, a better pro wrestling show anywhere else, but New Japan is going to be hard pressed to beat this one. I think, and this is excuse me, um, the and, and this is kind of follows up on your original point and original question live. I've I've never felt a a an, I've never had an experience like I've had sporting experiences again I've I've had I've been in arenas and in stadiums where the place has been rocking after a goal or after a touchdown or after a home run right I've been to World Series right I've been to uh, playoff games important sporting events been to the, the bowling finals. <laughs> I've been to snooker. <laughs> uh, I have not, I've not been to curling. That's for sure. I got in an argument with the Australians about curling. They're like, "How dare you fucking bust on curling?" Yeah, you got a lot of heat for that actually no, when you said it. Cricket, cricket, yeah, cricket, cricket, cricket. yeah. Uh, that nonsense sport. It's nonsense. 
Um, sorry, I just don't. I don't get the. And here's the thing: I've had I had Australians agree with me that were sitting with us. So, uh, so take that. All right. Anyway, that's not a sport. That's a sport. <laughs> that's a sport. Wow. Little, little crocodile Dundee reference uh, yeah, to uh, kick off right. our. <laughs> Everybody, every Australian just tuned out. They were just like, "Go fuck yourself, <laughs> cunt." <laughs> I apologize. I apologize, folks. If uh, if that uh, got stuck in your craw a little bit there, but uh, anyway. Um, anyway, yes. So sporting event. Uh, I've never been. I've never felt what I experienced during Naito and Okada. And the drama that was built. And I think that's why I enjoyed that match the most live. Let's start there, actually. Um, I don't want this to be a traditional uh, top-to-bottom review necessarily because we're over a week removed from Wrestle Kingdom. And this is going to be sort of a, a more interesting perspective of the show as a whole i feel um as opposed to if we just recorded immediately after it was over because things have kind of settled in now a bit a little bit of the buzz has worn off so in a lot of ways this will be a more honest assessment of the show but anyway damon back to what you were saying okada naito the atmosphere in the dome it was unbelievable like i i I, it was more um drama and 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 40,000 people being sucked into that drama um it was unlike any sporting event i've ever been to um that is that is the one takeaway that i that i will give you from this year's wrestle kingdom um and i that that i will never forget like i'll remember i said it last week i'll remember certain spots to this day like that you know the um dragon suplex uh from omega and okada from the you know? top rope Yep, uh, the spinning uh, uh, pile driver from Okada, right? Um, the V triggers from from Omega. Uh, the sp- the spot where you know uh, uh, Omega goes flying over the top rope, you know, onto the table, and the Bucks are there, kind of. These are things you I'll never forget from that show. From this show, I'll never forget that feeling, and I remember looking up at the ceiling. And thinking, I, I feel like I, I'm I'm in a cloud, and I'm and and that's the buzz. The what did I say the last week? The buzz buzzy. Buzz of it? is buzzable. Which, but, by the way, Kevin Kelly attempted to get trending, but eh, just just really? just, just didn't take. Yeah, yeah, he he did make mention of that uh, to on me. the show. Uh, oh, he oh, no, he did he he didn't mention that. I think he said he was thinking about trying to get it trending. Ah, because he did mention. That he tried to chew to me uh, when we were meeting up. So to go back to uh, um, Corkin, we were kind of small talking, and he did. He said, "I did mention the uh, the uh, bald headed geek. geek." Right, right, right. He tried. We tried to after you know fucking Don stuff all over it, um, and then um, <laughs> he did mention that he tried to get it, but he, could, he couldn't get it. Buzz, buzz, is buzz. Well, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. Um, but that's what it was. It was like that's I've never felt that type of drama that for for that match, um, and I thought that match was really good. And I really think that that's why I I liked that the most. At this the is time. probably my favorite match on the entire card. Actually, now I do need to go back and rewatch the show once again because I watched it twice so far. Okay, I I, I watched it live. 
um, featuring the English commentary with, of course, Kevin Kelly and Don Callis. I watched, uh, well, at least part of it a second time via the Access TV broadcast, which I'll talk a little bit about throughout uh, this podcast. But I want to go back and I want to watch it once again all the way through with Japanese commentary. But as of now, that match was my favorite match on the card. Um, the thing I, I, I loved about it the most is that it was like a classic Japanese pro wrestling main event. You know what I mean? Like Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega was a horse of a different color. And this was just your, your, your great classic Japanese pro wrestling big match titles on the line. Um, now, after it was over, did you walk away with the same feeling as when you saw Okada versus Omega from last year? Uh, yeah. Probably not. Um, it probably didn't um, break any new ground the way that that match did. However, with that being said, um, what what a hell of a match. What a hell of a story that was told. And what I love the most about the story is that, in a way, it was that little piece of the stardust genius that is still hanging on to Naito as we know him that cost him the match and the title. Yeah. I like the fact I'm going to address two points. One, um, after watching the broadcast at home here, because, again, I wanted to watch things because I know I miss things. Uh, and I'll give you a, a little sneak peek. I, Jericho and Omega became my favorite match. Jericho and Omega became my – I enjoyed that more watching it here. Like, there was so much stuff that, that translated better on TV with that match uh, than live. Well, for and what it's put, worth, Big Dave just gave that match five stars, and did he? I th yeah, he did, and I think that he gave Okada versus Naito four and a half. Which um, I'm not saying that that was necessarily a, a five star match, but man, I give it at least four and three quarters, Dave. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat. Um, I don't. See, yeah, I, I, live, I wouldn't g have given both either of them five, right? Um, live, I probably would have rated Naito and uh, Okada higher. But watching it on TV, Jericho and 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 Omega was fucking tremendous, fucking tremendous. Uh, and, and, uh, I, and I, but, I, and I still feel like Omega, or excuse me, Okada and Naito was about the same as my live experience, right? Match wise, right? Like, I don't feel like I missed a lot of the subtleties live as I did miss a lot of the subtleties with Jericho and Omega live. Jericho and Omega, the television was captivating. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I know we're blending these two matches together, and I, and I know that we're not doing a traditional match-by-match -match thing. But Colin, I, I am so blown away by the performance of Chris Jericho 
blown away. I am. This is the only thing I can compare it to. Is this reminds me of Terry Funk. Chris Jericho reminds me of, of Terry Funk, nineteen eighty nine. He does have that crazy streak going on right now, so I think you're onto something. He is. There has not been a heel like this in ages. And again, Terry Funk, nineteen eighty nine, is the thing that I see right now. So again, let's go back. You had your steamboat flares, right? You had steamboat, and it's almost I. I just feel like this is a conversation that they must have had. Omega and Jericho and and every anybody else who's involved in this, whether it be Callus or whoever, they got to be thinking this, right? Because it just feels so much like this that you you're coming off steamboat flare, and the and the trilogy that they had. And the matches that they had, and the hour draw that they, the similar, this is like Lincoln and Kennedy, right? <laughs> the similarities, right? Well, you were around um, back then, so. I was around with Lincoln, you know, listen, me and him, we hobnobbed, you know, him and his four scores. <laughs> uh, the similarities are so there, right? Again, the trilogy, the hour uh, match, right? The classics. The, the the third match being a little bit more, I don't know, uh, 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 balls to the wall maybe is it, is it the word I'm looking for, you know. And then after that that the, that trilogy ends, here comes Terry Funk, right? Hops in the ring. He's a judge at, at the last match. And, you know, I'm going to challenge you, Ric Flair. And Flair's like, well, listen, you're off in Hollywood. You're off, uh, you know, hobnobbing with Sylvester Stallone and blah blah blah. Terry Funk doesn't want to hear that shit. Boom, away we go. And it leads to, you know, tremendous stuff from Terry Funk, who carried that show and made it great with the heel interviews and 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 the and the natural hatred that was brewing between Flair and Funk. That's what that's what I feel with this, right? And it all culminated in this I quit match. Uh, that was a that was a clash of the champions on free, it was free on on TBS. Um, this this I Quit match, which at the time was just unbelievably brutal in in the violence and the, and and unbelievable, great, Brand, almost groundbreaking at the time. That's what Jericho reminds me of. That's what I felt. That match at the Dome was was a stiff. A modern day, it was a modern day brawl, um, and I'm not the biggest fan of the brawl per se. Neither am I, right? But that sniffed five for me, man. What rewatching that and the and again, so much stuff that just did not translate live that came across so great on TV, um, and and again, we all we all praise Kenny Omega. Chris Jericho, man, deserves so much credit in this. Uh, the, the one thing I'm sitting there watching, Colin, and again, I don't want to turn this into let's bash the other companies. But but let's bash the other companies. But, but doesn't this just scream? And listen, you know, there are people that, that, that will live and die and live and breathe by what, uh, uh, you know, 
Grandpa Vince churns out, and that's fine. You, I mean, this is not this is not that argument. Um, you like like what you want to like, but isn't it? You gotta you gotta sit sit down and at least acknowledge the fact that the handcuffs. I was just gonna that, say let's let, I mean? let's be blunt about it. Those guys, in, they're handcuffed in the entertainment company. They have they are they have to wrestle exactly the same way pretty much it is amazing you know and and listen a lot of people had doubts me me i had doubts about seeing chris jericho at the fucking tokyo dome i had doubts right? too and you can go back and listen to it on uh older episodes of the, of, of the purecast like when this was announced um i think that i think we were both excited about the prospect of what it could mean for New Japan, but as far as like a match on paper, like this, this was no Omega Abushi on paper. This, this was, this was a bit of a head scratcher. This was a bit of, hmm, well, it'll probably be a, it'll probably be a pretty good match. You know, it, it, it has potential to be very good, but it's, you know, it's not going to be blow away. You're not going to be talking about it at the end of the night. And voila, Chris Jericho, Got to hand it to this guy, 47 years old, has reinvented himself about 100 times now, does it every time, and uh, this may have been his, this may have been his masterpiece. It may, it may very well have been. I mean, and and again, the whole package, right? And, And here's the fun part. I even think, I love the idea of him and Naito. I really do. Well, listen, I think... you you might be seeing that at Long Beach. <sighs> that's that that's the talk, uh, according to uh, the Wrestling Observer. Yeah. Well, that was the talk leaving Corkin. To be honest with you, um, I'm excited for that. But I I I I cannot. I I just it it, you know, watching that now, it's just amazing what he's still capable of and 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 again it just leads me to think of all the people that are there and again they're there for a reason and they're and they're, and they're stars and they're it's easier on their body but man you could just see how and new japan's just not getting involved with with that whole thing you could tell they're, they're able to do what they want and the, and the creative free i'm sure they have some guidelines uh, but the, just the freedom that they're allowed to to uh, explore and 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 develop this storyline without the handcuffs is it's so refreshing and it's got to be refreshing for him um, and I think it is refreshing for him because he's one apparently making a shit ton of money for he's making he's making a shit ton of money Jericho oh he wouldn't be doing this if he wasn't making money I mean let's make that. Uh... Let's, let's let's make that clear. If he wasn't being right. paid handsomely, well, listen, he's worth every penny. You know, he's worth every penny because uh, for whatever he's being paid, uh, consider what he's done from a ticket selling perspective. I mean that 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 guy put some asses in 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 the, in the Tokyo Dome. He the, the su- subscription, uh, from what I understand, had a he a, a, a massive spike. Um, I mean, again, not WWE numbers, mind you, but a, a significant spike in subscriptions to uh, the network. 
funny little story about that. Um, What's that? I, 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 I've made mention on this podcast before how there's a, a friend who I conversed with at work about pro wrestling. And yeah. he is new to a lot of these uh names that are so commonplace for us like Kenny Omega and Okada because he grew up with WWE and that's what he watches you know he uh, that's that that's what he knows and you know he knows about New Japan through me because I tell him about all these amazing matches and he's got to check this out he's got to check that out this guy because of this Jericho match he subscribed to New Japan World and I know it, it's you you'd kind of have to I don't know if I'm doing a very good job at painting the picture of the, uh, you know, the type of fan we're we're dealing with, with 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 here. But for him to to go through that process, which a lot of people give up on, quite frankly, once they see the website. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went on, he subscribed to it, he watched the match, thought it was blow away. Um, I mean, there you go. There's just one tiny example. Of a of, as, as casual of a pro wrestling fan as it gets, going to sign up on this crazy Japanese language website. So I, I I think that 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 alone speaks volumes. Yeah, I mean I can't wait for you to sit there at the lunch table, you know, in in the cafeteria at work, and he you know he brings up Monster Morning, you know, I can just, <laughs> right? You know these these conversations are going to be great. Now you're going to look forward to going to work, you know. Uh, Sorry, I'm losing my voice. You know um, what I'm getting at, though. I do, and and there's plenty of that. Now, again, I'm, I'm sure that they'll have the usual drop-off, right? Just like with any network subscription, I'm sure there's peaks and valleys for, for Mania, right? And I'm sure there's peaks and valleys for SummerSlam, and New Japan's experience is it, I'm sure, with... Um, Dominion, the G1. G1, yep. Uh, you know, Fantastic Mania. <laughs> <laughs> Cards were announced, by the way. Yes, uh, we get we get gotta get some hot takes from Colin on uh, uh, the Fantastic Mania show soon. L- l- listen, so. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to them actually. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even joking because it it is a nice little reprieve from the uh, the seriousness of of everything. I mean, we've been you know in in uh, in in serious waters for a while now and it'll just be nice to take a take a little breath and then we get right into new beginning so yeah no nah, i'm i'm looking forward to fantastic mania this year mm-hmm. um uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the thing <clears throat> i'm sorry i i i feel like kevin kelly calling fucking uh, naito and um okada you hear him losing his voice he really struggled through um you know that's that's a 6 hour broadcast of, of nonstop chitter chatter you know you know at this point the only people who can probably do a six-hour podcast are Craig and uh fucking lanza right? could you imagine but, us doing a six-hour podcast no i i don't think anybody would want that i i can't imagine i, I don't watch know. i'm gonna get tweets now yeah let's do it no no hashtag six-hour podcast six-hour pure cast no i mean no i don't think anybody wants that i think people people just have a you know get a get a enough you know what i mean people want us in small doses i think yeah and here's the thing too with voices they can uh the flagship show um is that um they have a lot more they can sink their teeth into right they can go all over the place uh whereas we're kind of limited within the new japan framework hey that's all i need that's all i need i'm pro wrestled out i'm not gonna lie um we went to 10 shows colin 
speaking of the, the drinking and shows, um, apparently I went to an ice ribbon show. I have no recollection of going to the show. They said I. They were talking about this show of all. Like they were going through, like we were having a conversation while we were there, and uh, they're like this show, that show, the ice ribbon show was the first show. And I was like, zero one was the first show. He's like, no, we went to ice. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I have no recollection of going to this fucking ice ribbon show. That's a, a little scary. Show. A little bit. I was like, I, I, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I remember going to Stardom. Stardom was fun. Um, shout out to Chris Wolf for, for hooking us up. Front row, Colin, for Stardom. She took care of us. Um, she knows international superstars when, when uh, or in the house. <laughs> um, that was fun. Stardom was – I, I like the Stardom show. I, I don't – there's something about it. You know, um, it's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun show. You know, I think not, the I'm, thing that's going to get me to Tokyo ultimately is because I can't stand hearing you talk about all this fun you're having. It's too much. I, that's what everybody says, though. It's but too that's much. What everybody tells me is like, you know, I listen to the, and I see the adventures online, and you know, and I see, you know, followed you on Snapchat or you know whatever at the time. Maybe it was Facebook, whatever. Did people up. follow you on Snapchat, by the way? Yes, because I absolutely. put it out there. I I put it out on the Twitter. People were asking, "Well, what is Damon's Snapchat?" And I begrudgingly gave it to them. <laughs> now, I, listen, I you know I I I was very um. See, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not going to get in trouble on Snapchat. Like Snapchat's not Snapchat's for me. I'm a, I'm a Snapchat kind of guy. You know, put a little dog filter on me. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you know, turn me into a little puppy. Take pictures. Those um, filters are going to be the uh, downfall of our civilization, by the way. But go on. So, all right. Well, let's put, put that. But listen, I can just take a picture. Boom. Away we go. I don't have to communicate with people. I just take the pictures. People follow along. Um, stardom's fun. Stardom's a good good time. The only problem with stardom is, um, so Fumi likes to get the pictures, right? He loves he loves getting his pictures, and. Uh, Every year, it's fucking minus 12 in the middle of uh, Shinkiba first ring. So the show ends, you go out. And basically, it's like, it looks like a, like a Home Depot lumberyard. Um, the, the running joke is that, is that if this thing catches on fire, we're all dead. Um, because it's just basically a wood, wood shed, a wood warehouse. Um, cheeseburger was there. Uh, cheeseburger was, had this soup. It was like this broth, and it was so warm so we're all standing around cheeseburger holding our hands above his soup warming ourselves <laughs> oh good times um but with but fumi always has to get his picture taken with all these wrestlers and it's so cold and he's standing in line and you think he's done he's like nope back in another line we're like fuck fumi i can't feel my feet <sighs> cheeseburger was hilarious we were talking to him and then i'm like look are you in this fucking rumble? He's like, dude, I'm just here on vacation. <laughs> I'm like, ah, Working right. you. Yeah, yeah, I worked the whole fucking weekend. Um, Speaking of the was, rumble, he was in it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, he was a good guy. Cheeseburger's always great. He always comes over, always chats with us, uh, recognizes us every year. So, uh, shout out to the cheeseburger. He, he did. He did. He was. He was always good. Always fun at the Stardom show. Delirious was there. Mandy Leone was there. Uh, I'm a big of fan of Mandy Leone. Yeah, listen. Um, she gave me. Uh, she gave gave her my number. Yeah, you think uh, you think that would have worked out? Well, <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Right, listen, I'll see what I can do next time. Um, but but the, but the Stardom show is always a highlight of uh, uh, of the trip. 
So you mentioned the New Japan Rumble, and I was going to say, I feel like the New Japan Rumble, for the past three, four years now, whatever it is, it, it, it has served a specific purpose, right? So, so Wrestle Kingdom 9... The yep. purpose was to get Yuji Nagata, uh, sort of a a a, a, a big final uh, title match against Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title, right? That was Wrestle Kingdom right. Nine. Right. Wrestle Kingdom Ten was more of a promotional vehicle, if I remember correctly, with Jado winning, and there was some sort of tie-in with a singer or whatever. Yep. Yep. Wrestle Kingdom Eleven was. Somewhat of a push for Michael Elgin, right? He had the match against Naito for the IC title. But this year's New Japan Rumble was uh, for the purpose of a feel-good moment with uh, Masahito Kakihara coming out, uh, of course, beating Cancer, coming out, winning the Rumble, and uh, everybody uh, everybody had a smile on their face uh, yeah. by the end of the match. Yeah, and, and again, when we talk about things that needed to be translated thank god for fumi in this case right so post stardom i'm not the biggest fan of fumi because i'm freezing now i'm I'm never never not a big fan of fumi but here's where he came through in spades right like he helped uh, because we were like who is it we 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 honestly really didn't know at the time because you know they're making announcements in in japanese um you heard the uwfi music and i'm looking at eric and eric's looking at me like i think that's the uw fumi's that that's the uwfi music right and he's a guest and then he's you can he you can see him like looking to the sky like trying to listen to see like who's coming out because where we sat you couldn't see the jumbotron right so the, our back was to the entrance ramps so you couldn't really see you were on the aisle ramps. right um somewhat no so uh, we were on this so we we were on the so if you're walking down the ramp to the ring we were on the left side of the ramp um with our backs turned to the ramp right so all the video projections and everything you had to physically turn around to see the screen um and there was nothing in front of us and we were i know this is a first world problem but we were too close to the ring right? oh too, too, too close to the <laughs> ring at the tokyo dome for wrestle king i'm sorry damon i know that really did <laughs> people are working like three jobs i got 900 jobs um, I mean, uh, it, yeah, what am I going to do? Right. Um, but you couldn't see who it was, but Fumi could hear, uh, the announcement. So he let us know who it was. And then, then even then I was kind of had to like rattle my brain a little bit to be like, okay, who, okay. oh yeah, I remember him. And, and then the cancer, um, that he, that he fought and, and, and apparently has the upper hand on, um, and then, uh, mentioning again Takayama and dedicating the win to Takayama, which I thought was just uh, again an, another cherry on top when it came to this weekend and and, and the, the hard work and and again real hero drive was was just an outstanding success and I can't thank everyone enough and know that you know we wanted to get a picture and then that was one thing that we talked about with Kevin Kelly it was like Kevin we can give them the money and we really want to give, give the money. That's really why we're here. I mean, but understand that we really do, if, if, if possible, we want to give this to Suzuki and we want to get a, a picture, at least one, um, just so people can see that, you know, that, that their, their, their donations and their efforts. It, here's, here's, your, here's the payoff kids. Here's, we, here's, we did it. 
it's done. We did it. Um, and it was so cool because, you know, we took pictures, obviously. Uh, but then Suzuki went, went into the locker room and came out with his camera. And he's giving it to Kevin Kelly, who's taking the pictures. Um, the pictures that you see or is Kevin Kelly taking the pictures. Um, he's a good photographer. Hey, he did a great job. Man of um, many talents. He really is. Um, but, like, on Suzuki's phone, he's getting his pictures. And then Suzuki is writing down the names of all of us, me, Eric, Brian, Fumi, on the envelope so that he can put the names and tweet it out himself. So if you look, he tweeted it out and just got hundreds upon hundreds, almost thousands of retweets. Um, uh, he had trouble with my name a little bit. He had a little trouble with my name. We had to constantly help him with uh, that one. But uh, I still went up with uh, Damien. <laughs> but that's fine. Whatever. I can be uh, Larry for all I give a fuck. Um, oh, Damien. I think that might, might might be like a little Freudian slip, actually. <laughs> might very well be. Uh, but again, that was a great that was a great moment for the for the the New Japan Rumble. Um, and I think I, I thought the New Japan Rumble was fun. You know what I mean? It always is fun. I mean, it's it's nonsense. You know, you're sitting there just waiting for people to come out and who's coming out. How about that pop that Jushin Thunder Liger got yeah. when his music hit? That's like, to me, that's like the New Japan equivalent of like when the lights go out and the gong hits. Like when you hear <laughs> Liger's music, it's it's just the greatest. Yeah, and it, you know, he, he went into that ring with, with a lot of odds against him, right? Um, that was a good moment. That was, that was fun. You know who had I, you a know, nice little run in, in this Rumble, actually? Yeah. Chase Owens. I was about to say. I was just about to say. Uh, we. I remember sitting in that, uh, you know, looking at Eric and, and Mackie and saying, "Look at Chase Owens go with those package piles." I was like, "Shit, he looked strong. He definitely did." Um, so that Gambino guy, right? Yeah. I, All right. Let me tell you a story. Okay. Right? To t- tell us a story. So he helped set up the shows that are happening in Australia, right? So that's how he got on the show. So he works in Australia, uh, but he helped bring New Japan to Australia from what I understand. Um, and he, that, uh, I don't want to say that was his reward, but that was his, you know, he got a spot in the Rumble. So we're um, at TGI Fridays, right? Uh, because, you know, listen, when you're starving, pre Cork and Hall shows because we were at Cork and Hall 700 times this trip it felt like um, you know you're just looking for a quick bite and a beer you pop into the, the TGI Fridays and we're sitting there and we see him and we're, and I even said to Eric I was like man I tell you what that, that's got to be a pretty cool feeling for that dude you know um, you know first time New Japan blah 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 what have you so next day Eric comes to me he's like yeah this this guy messages me. I get this long message, you know, direct message, um, you know, seven paragraphs long. He's like, my God, geez, I'm going to, I'm going to read these. Uh, and it, uh, he's like, you know, I've been in, uh, Eric's classic Japanese board for you know, a long time. And I want to thank you for all that you do. And, and Damon, I, we listen, uh, I listened to the pure cast and, and all that. Um, it was him. <laughs> it was he's Gambino. he was in, yeah he was in he's in he's been in the group for like two years um and we were like, yeah we were just like why didn't you just come to say hi to us we were right there we could have said um he's like oh, it's just been a whirlwind it's been a, it's been an absolute dream come true and it's I, my head's spinning and 
Um, but I wanted to write this note. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that, that, that actually happened. All right. Uh, where else? Where, where do you want to go now, Colin? What match do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Suzuki and uh, Goto, which I thought was outstanding. Before we get to Suzuki Goto, I just wanted to say that the night, as far as predictions go, my night started off pretty good because I believe that I predicted the Young Bucks to uh, become seven-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Champions. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I thought that um, was a damn good match, which, by the way, got, for, guess how long they gave that match? Uh-oh. Uh, it was a little, it, was, it wasn't, it was a little long. Did it go over 15? It did. Wow, this match, it's... this opening junior tag match, went over 15 minutes. And I don't have the timestamps in front of me from the previous Wrestle Kingdoms, but I want to say that this, this has got to be some sort of a record for junior tag matches on the Dome. I'd like to see that. I, I, I'd like to see where that lines up in, from a time perspective. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a real good match. Um, and again, live, it, it translated well. Um, I, I think that's what the, that's going to be the theme for me for, for this. It's going to be, you know, what, what matched up with my, my live experience and the TV experience. And, and I think this match did. Um, I can't say it's going to be super memorable. Like, I don't know if, if I sit here six months from now saying, oh, remember that Rapungi 3K Young Bucks match? That at the time, go I ahead. remember at the time I remember enjoying it, and and you know, on rewatch it was good. It was a good opener. Let's put it that way. The thing that I think may have been missing from this match, remember last year's junior tag match with the Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice. That match was very memorable because it told that story of uh, Beretta wiping out on the ramp. And yeah. that was like that. That's a pretty um, unforgettable image, you know. And I think that that is what this match was missing. And granted, this is the first time that these two teams are working together, and of course they're going to be. Uh, this is going to be a feud for a while now, which I think is a good thing. I think it's a good thing for Show and Yo. Um, and I think that these guys are really good opponents for the Young Bucks, but. Um, Solid junior tag match to uh, open up uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12, and yeah, I was just I was shocked at that timestamp because even when we were doing our prediction show, when you were asking me how long do you think that they're gonna give this, I think I I I said 15, um, knowing in the back of my mind like <laughs> yeah right they'll give it 12 maybe if we're lucky, but yeah, 18 minutes over 18 minutes. Let me ask you this. When you saw that, well, I mean, you watched it live first. I did. Uh, but I, I, do you know what the timestamp is on, on this show? Is it like over six hours? This show, oh, man. I I want to say it's over six hours. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Or at least like 547, something like that. And it's and here's the thing. It never felt like it dragged. Never. But that, the funny that. thing is, like, by the time, the point where I was saying to myself, like, wow, this is really a damn good show. That point was the uh, Never Trios match, actually. Like, yeah. I was almost I was almost in shock at how at how much I was enjoying that Never Trios match. Yeah. I I I I think that might have been my least favorite match 
Um, but 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 the thing is though, what I'm trying to say is like by Never Trio's gauntlet standards, it's a pretty pretty damn good tag match, right? Yeah, yeah, it was better better than I thought. Um, but I can't say that that um, I can't say that I was overly like it was just kind of like what was it? Elgin and War Machine were in there for what less than a minute? It felt like. Yeah, Elgin and War Machine, I want to say that um, they were in there, uh, God, I don't know, six minutes? Yeah, I mean, it didn't feel like long. Um, I mean, they worked hard, right? But, you know, it was what it was. They should have went with our booking idea. (laughs) Elgin and War Machine win and drop it the next night. Well, I mean, they they basically did that. They just swapped the teams, you know what I mean? Right. They basically did what, what we thought they would do. Which would be fun, you know, just flip flop the the, the the never belts. Um there was was one one point though I did want to bring up about the Bucks. Um you know, I'd be curious to look back, and I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard for people to do. Um, but I just don't have it in front of me and I don't feel like Googling it. Um you know, the young Bucks are Always, and again, it's, it's it is tradition more along the lines of the the junior titles, right? So that we're going to put the junior titles there, but they're but they're always in the mix. How many times are they opening Tokyo Dome shows, right? That's that's an important spot if you think about it. I think this um, is the fourth consecutive year that they've opened up the Tokyo Dome. That's pretty impressive, don't you think? Uh that's yeah, that's the, very impressive. You know what I mean? Like that's that's something that's. You know, when, when people talk about the, the Bucks and the 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 importance of them, right? And and people will debate that till you know the cows come home. It's important that first match that sets the pace. For I'm the just show. gonna say that the, the young Bucks have set the tone for the past four Wrestle Kingdoms. That's pretty impressive, I think. That's something you can't sneeze. You can't. You know, you're not hand waving that one. I think it's I think it's that needs to be pointed out. Um, it's a good job by them. I, I look, they can win ten times. I th- I think the Bucks have run their course as a junior tag team. Um, well, I don't. But, think, I mean, if know, we're going right? to talk about that, I I, I I've oh, been saying that right. for quite some time now. I I was advocating for them to be in the World Tag League, but uh, where are we going with this? Right. But I I don't know what else you can do with with the young bucks now again they're in the elite so again they can be the the pesky friends of kenny omega right little the pesky pests. junior friends yeah the little little pests little gnats uh, well little little gnats um i mean that's you know that's a role right that's you know um i just i i don't know uh you know i don't know if it's the protein powder you need I don't know if it's uh, lifts in, his, in their shoes. <laughs> I, I, I just wish that they could be next level, right? I wish they could be next level because I really feel like not only have they done all they can do as a junior, they've they've outgrown that, right? I, I really feel like they, you know, I hate they, to say I, this, but I, they're bigger than that at this point. I think so. I'm not gonna lie. I really, and I that's really not to so. uh, diminish the uh, meaning of the junior heavyweight tag titles or anything like that, or the, the the division itself. But let's face it, the Young Bucks are on an entirely different level. Yeah, 
but again, and here's the thing too. I just they're not the type of guys that are going to rest on their laurels. It seems like right. They're the type of guys that are going to kind of always innovating. Yeah, forge constantly their own, thinking. Yeah, forge their own path. So they'll make the most of any situation. It feels like, but. I would hate for them to just get burned out and be like, uh, um, you know, I, we've opened the dome for 10 years now. <laughs> you know, what else are you going to do? They don't um, come across that way to me, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they, I, I, But uh, it becomes a certain point professionally where it's kind of like, okay, what do we, where do we go from here? Right. But how, you know, if we're going to stay, what is our, what is our path? What are we going to be doing? So, well, the next thing uh, they're going to be doing is uh, trying to fill a 10,000-seat arena with uh, one Cody who, if I may say, probably had the best match of his career with Kota Ibushi on this Dome card. Yeah, I think, I think hands down. I mean, I it's, either, was... it's either that or the Okada match from the uh, Long Beach special, but I, I enjoyed this match significantly more than the Okada match, I think. Yeah, me too. I think this was his best match. And and with some awesome think, memorable spots as well. Yeah, yeah, and and, and here's the thing too. Um, I'm not the usually the biggest fan of the you know the the meddling manager. You know, they kind of like the. I don't want to say you know it's like the um, the American crutch right of having the manager and and um, or the valet or you know. Uh, sometimes that kind of feels like, oh, it's very cookie cutter and very cliche. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with, 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 uh, you know, what, what Cody brings to the table with his wife. I think it's, I think it's a fun dynamic. I think she does a really good job. Me too. Um, and again, I, like, I, I think easily this is, this is the best Cody Rhodes. Cody, should I just say? I don't want to break. We don't, we don't want to get sued here, David. Violate, I'm gonna have to violate. go back and edit that out. Yeah, uh, I think this is that was his best match to date, like career. Yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was, I was racking my brain trying to think of a, a better Cody Rhodes match than that one. And like I said, the only thing that maybe sniffs it is the Okada one from Long Beach, I think. But uh, and you can disagree with that if you want. But I think by far, I mean, this was. This was Cody's. Uh, this was this was his match, and um, I thought now, that. I, go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say I, I, I just you know, you can't you can't discount the fact that he's in the ring with Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi is an amazing worker. Right. I mean, Kota Ibushi is going to make you know a lot of people look great. Even you, Damon. Uh, he he might he might make me look great. Uh, I mean, you know what? Maybe a, a solid good. He'll make me look good. There's only so much a human being can do. Um, <laughs> He's not a miracle worker. Right. I mean, listen, what of a wine, Colin. Um, he, he's in the ring with you know, arguably one of the most talented pro wrestlers going. So you got you to acknowledge that for Cody. But I think he more than, more than held his own. Um, and, and I, and I can honestly say that, uh, and he's saying, I don't have a problem, you know, saying it like it's not, I don't have anything personally against Cody Rhodes. I don't, did you watch this one back by the way? 
Uh, did I watch this one back? Yeah. Yes. There, t- there were two things I wanted to mention that I don't know if you caught or not. Um, did you catch Cody screaming at uh, Kota Ibushi? Um, he, he doesn't love you the way I love you. Ah, no, I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like, like we were saying when we were previewing this car, there, there is a definite triangle <laughs> oh, go- yes. going on here, which we saw, of course, the uh, following night at New Year Dash with Omega saving his uh, former tag team partner, Kota Ibushi. But uh, that, that, that baby face pop that Kenny Omega got at Corkin, that was a baby face pop. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker got at Corkin um, when he came out and made that save. That was that was big time. That was big time. Um, and then and then you know following that up with uh, the Jay White stuff. Um, I mean, but he's been a you know what you know he's he's a he's a a baby face right now. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Right. I mean, especially with the Jericho stuff. Um, that press conference. Yeah, I mean, he know, was the baby Kuko, face you know. in that Jericho match. Yeah, but that. That pop he got, that was, <laughs> that was that was Hogan making the save, <laughs> right? That's pretty good stuff. Uh, Cody Rhodes getting back to him, uh, yeah, that triangle, absolutely, yeah, and, and and we're starting to see some of that payoff. Uh, but I did not know that he loved. What, what did he say? Oh, it was something was along it? the lines of he 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 doesn't love you the way I love you. <laughs> That's pretty good by him. That's that is pretty good by, by, by him. He, he 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 really impressed me in this match. Again, he was working with Ibushi, but I think that he did a he did a great job. This match far exceeded my expectations. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you noticed this one. This was sort of a a funny little uh, I wouldn't call it a botch, but um, okay. So remember when Brandy got uh, wiped out? Yes. On the outside and, and the uh, giggle, yeah. Right, kinda, right, right. Yep. And uh, uh, Abushi picks her up, and he's concerned. And Cody punches him in the face, and yes, Cody's down on the on the mat, and they're laughing. At at one point, I swear, Brandy leans in to give him like a little smooch, but he just moves his face I away. Did see that. Yeah, I that did was the see greatest that. thing ever. <laughs> I did see that. Ah, uh, I yeah, I did notice that. That that is. Um... He's like, listen, nope, guys, not we, today. <laughs> listen, finally, the guy can kind of uh, reverse the table because we've all been there, gentlemen, haven't we? We've all been there going in for the kiss, and uh, we all get the cheek. <laughs> we, we all, well, this time, Cody returns the favor. Uh, so good for Cody. Um, I know that was accidental. I'm sure he didn't see it coming, but uh, I did notice that she got whiffed. <laughs> if somebody could make a gif of that, I would, I, I would really oh, appreciate sorry, it. That, that was a hilarious moment, if I don't say so myself. Uh, sh- I'm sure they had a giggle uh, after that match. Uh, that, <laughs> I did notice that. Yes. Hey, what? Well, it, good what, job. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, I was just gonna say, good job by Cody. Um, you know, hats off. That was. Um, and I did. I, I did think that he was uh, gonna win this match because I really thought that they were going for uh, Omega Cody at Long Beach. Now they they still could be doing that, right? I think uh, I'm going to be surprised if that's the route that they go. Or, well, it's not going to stretch out to. Um, well, they might have some kind of blow-off match. Uh, what is it? All, all in? Is that what they're calling the promotion? Uh, yeah, all, all, all in. I believe is going to be the show. Yeah, all, is that the name of the show? Okay. Yeah, I think that. Well, I, I believe that's the name of the show. All right, I'm about three quarters in. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not all in yet. Um, get it, Kong? All in? No. I, I, I get it, Damon. No, thank you very much. Um, 
You're not all the so, way in. <laughs> not all the way in. I'm not, I'm not talking that way, Colin. Please. What way? Uh, just interest. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Um, the So they might have a blow-off there. Um, yeah, they could have a blow-off there. Um, I'm kind of thinking for for Long Beach, what what are the odds we see Omega Okada? You know, if I if I if I if I put it out in the universe as no shot, you know, it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it does kind of have the 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 opposite effect for you. Right. So let's put it out there. Never gonna fucking happen. No, nope. you're out of your here. You're out of your fucking mind. There we go. We haven't heard that in a long time. Right. You're out of your fucking mind. Uh, So buy your tickets, kids, for Okada Omega uh, at Long Beach. Um, I don't – my gut says – my gut says it's unlikely. Hey, let me ask you – just to kind of uh, switch gears here for a second, uh, the IWGP Heavyweight uh, Tag Title Match. Yes. I, I I don't hear a ton of buzz about that match, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people might be missing the boat on this match because this really had not not only that I think it was a good match, but it had really great significance. I like the match. Um, I don't. Here's the thing. I I, I like the fact that. So, so even if you look through the history of the IWGP heavyweight tag straps, it's you'd have to go back quite a few years. It's not like this is the you know the, the heavyweight title where, you know, it, you know, only a select few get to wear that strap. Uh, I mean, listen, Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon were champions, right? Um, what was it Matt Taven and, and Michael Bennett, right? Were champions and Maria, uh, and well, yeah, uh, and the Briscoes, and again, no, no disrespect to the this, the Briscoes or anything like that, but it's not like you Gallows know, and Anderson, right? Well, I mean, look, uh, what Giant Bernard, you know, so you know, it's not like they only it was only you know, Takata and Maeda were the only people that fucking carry these straps, you know, uh, Hase and Sasaki. You know Chono and Tenzan. You know they've they've had they've had some more than a fair share of non-traditional Japanese holding these straps. That being said, I do like this tag team of Sonata and Evil. Um, I also like this, and then Colin, I'm sure you are aware. So um, as we kind of look forward past Wrestle Kingdom, you know, we have on, on the docket Okada and Sonata, right? Yes, for New Beginning. Yes, and one of the steps in Okada saying, okay, Sonata, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll accept that challenge, but uh, we, I want to have, and this is Okada talking, I, I want a shot at the tag titles, and I'm picking Goto as my tag team partner. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Okada and Goto against Sonata and Evil? That's fucking tasty. It sounds like a great match on paper to me. And this promotion is crazy enough. And the way that they're treating Okada. 
you know, they're doing everything in their power to make this a history. And, and listen, so is Okada. Okada's, you know, not hurting himself in any way, shape, or form, making this a historical run. Historical? Historical. Um, I got hysterical and historical. And historical run. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, nothing would, would, would shock me. Nothing would shock me with Okada. Wouldn't it be something if uh, somehow, some way, Okada holds the tag strap at the same time? That would be interesting. Although I think that um, Goto eating a pin might be a little more, a little more likely. To and plus, he'd have to. Yeah. Plus, he'd have to drop. Oh, I mean, again, you'd have Goto, your never champion, and Okada, your heavyweight champion, also your tag champions. Um, it does seem a little convoluted, but um, they could be the two dudes with attitude. <laughs> Chaos holding all the straps. Um, By the way, I, you 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 had mentioned Jay White earlier. Yeah, I think and this probably isn't true, but I think putting him in chaos was yeah. a last minute decision done on you the think, fly yeah, you, after you, uh, the, the reaction he got at the Tokyo Dome. I I, yeah. I really do. I, they they were like, okay, we've got to get this guy as close to Okada as possible <laughs> now because oh boy, did this not go how we wanted it to. Really? You think they called an audible, huh? I, I think so. I think they called an audible. I don't know. Hey, let me well let's let's talk Jay White. Let's talk Jay White and who who had a very, very good match with, with Tanahashi on this dome card. I mean, I watched that match twice, once on NJPW World, once on Access TV. Liked that a lot better the second time, actually. Um but the question I think that we have to ask here is, did this belong on a Tokyo Dome card? Well, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, that's a tough spot for Jay White. That's a tough spot. Third match a, from I, the top. In the building. Uh, for, I, before I forget, I do want to address, I don't think they called an audible. Probably not, New, but New, that that's what I like to envision in my mind, though, Damon. So, right. so let me just run wild with that <laughs> fantasy, if you don't mind. Uh, no problem. You, you, I, listen, there's there's stranger fantasies that you shared with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh Lord! Look, uh, but New Japan is a very patient promotion. Very patient. I mean, listen, they're still sticking with fucking evil and lasers and sickles, right? <laughs> right? After you know, he's they, a gong they, now too. What's that? And the, yeah, yeah. I mean, and listen, and people like it, you know. And some people still cringe at it, but you know, they're 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 patient. They're not. They're going to take their time. Um, so I don't know if they call it an audible. But with that said, inside the building, you you the the feeling and the 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 whispers and not that I understand much Japanese, but it kind of felt that. Let's put it this way. That was a lot of people's bathroom breaks. That was a lot of people's bathroom. You saw you saw a lot of people get up during that match. Uh, if, and, and truth be told, if I'm being uh, an honest person, I was one of them. I was one of them too because I was about to say, I was watching this live. You know, it was early, early in the morning here. And that was the first match 
that I actually got up out of my couch for and like started doing other stuff around the house. I just, just by that point, I, I, I was just so uninterested in the match and I felt bad because again, I watched it back and all very, very good match, good pro wrestling match, nothing bad you can say about it as a match necessarily, but it's just the the positioning of 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 Jay White, the uh, this match being on this card. I mean, I think that if it were me, I would have held off on debuting Jay White until New Year Dash, and he would have challenged Tanahashi for New Beginning. I think that this would have been a perfect New Beginning match. I agree, and I think following that car crash. Uh, junior match. Yeah, the four-way. Which was outstanding. It was. You know, which was nonstop. Fucking Will Ospreay, man. What a... What a talent. I I mean, I don't know... I don't know how a human body can just stay in the air like it does. Like, he's very aerodynamic. Here's a hang time. Um, And that match, you know, that, that was a hard match to follow, right? And I think people in that building... The sense that I got, and I, you know, and even again, it's one man's opinion, but I trust his opinion in in Fumi. In, in, in you know, you kind of got a sense that people had had a tough time believing that that Jay White was was an opponent worthy of the spot of the, you know. It was it, it was I don't know it was a tough pill for people to swallow. That's that's the that's the feeling that I got. Um, and not only there. that, I I'm sorry, but I still do not buy him in this gimmick. I I I don't I get it. I don't understand what he's supposed to be. I don't think I I feel like he's dressing up. That that's just a vibe that I get. This is a young lion playing dress up, wanting to be one of the big guys. He, I think he looks the part. I think he looks okay. sharp. I mean, and and I will say this: he's living the gimmick. We saw him at um, Pepper Lunch. We went to that. Pep, you know how Carino and and Kelly would talk about the Pepper Lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went there. Great. Oh, it's fucking great. Um, cheap as shit, but it was delicious. Um, and we're sitting in there, and walks that Jay White. Um, he looked he looked very switchblade. I for that one. Um, so, uh, look, they're trying, they're not going to give up on him. Obviously, and nor not. should they give up on him, but I don't know. I, as of right now, I'm just great wrestler, not buying the character. This would have been this, this match screams new beginning to me. I gotta be honest with you. I tend to agree. You know, they, it would have, I think it would have helped him. I think it put him in a very in a very tough spot where he's uh, swimming upstream, whereas you know he had no momentum, he had zero momentum going into the dome, and that was that was a tough sell. So that was a tough spot for him. Yeah. You had mentioned the uh, junior match that happened before that, and here's another match where <laughs> we went into this thinking like, okay, uh, a big junior mishmash, nothing we're really going to remember at the end of the night, just a vehicle to sandwich more people on the card. But boy, were we wrong. What a, what a, what a, what a fabulous matchup this was. Yeah. Um, it, it, and again, I think 
when you go into these previews and shows are are announced and you know we have in our minds unfortunately some some preconceived notions with what a four-way or a three-way might be and in the context of new japan yeah but even you know even 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 so we do bring over a lot of north american biases right of what what we can expect in these type of matches. I just think that, that the people involved in that match are so creative and so talented that I, I don't, I, I think it's wrong of us, you know, to pigeonhole them like that, you know, and, and they, they blow that, those expectations out of the water. They're just so talented that uh, shame on us for, pigeonholing them into into a, a situation like that and this kind of harkens back to what we were saying in regards to the jericho omega match in that there were no handcuffs and we should have looked at this from the uh perspective of okay here's four of the best guys in the business right now they they've got no handcuffs on them this this is in new japan this is in the tokyo dome i mean no doubt this is going to be great. Well, we did say that. Listen, we, it's not like we said that this match is going to be the shits. Well, no, right? we didn't we we didn't say that, but basically our takeaway message was that eh, don't expect it don't don't expect this to be like Kushida Takahashi from last year where it's, you know, a match of the year candidate. Yeah, I don't think it's a match of the year candidate, do you? Um, for some people, it might be. I mean, a, a, a lot of people love this match. A lot of people, for a lot of people, this might be maybe their second favorite match on the card. I have a feeling. You know, live, I would agree. Live, live, I, 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 you know, it might, it was rough. Maybe third, right? Live. It, it is really such a great difference between what was, what I remember live, and what I rewatched on television. Jericho and Omega was my favorite match, and I and I and I really feel like it might very well be the the, the best match of the night. Upon rewatching, amazing. It's funny amazing. about that. Um... About a lot of these matches, actually, because we were talking about star ratings earlier, and Meltzer gave Jericho Omega five stars. I've I've got to be honest with you. After I got done watching this show, you know, I watched it live, got done watching it. I didn't necessarily feel strongly about one match in particular, and not only that, I did not get that, you know, that that five-star feeling you get in your gut that we've talked about before on this show? Yes. Like right in your bread basket, you can feel like, oh, this, this, this match is five stars. You can just feel it. I did not feel that for any single match on this card. And that is not to... Um, that's not to say that these weren't in great, incredible matches. Um, I think part of part of that feeling is because we just wrapped up just just a uh, an extra extraordinary year in 2017. But like, I didn't get that five star feeling for any of these matches on this card yet. Like 
every match was great, every match offered something different, every match offered something unique, every match did something, uh, told a different story by the end of it. So that um, that is one of the things that I think made this card so great. Again, there wasn't that one particular standout match like there was in... in probably the past three years this this was probably just from top to bottom the most just the best card omega jericho not five stars for you no i i, I don't and, and again that's not i think is a great match I, I i i called it chris jericho's masterpiece but damon when, when, when i think of a five star match you've got to understand i'm thinking of uh a Nakamura versus Ibushi, a uh, Tanahashi Okada from uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10, um, a uh, an Omega Naito. That, that that that's what I think of when I think of. Do you think it was the style? Uh, yeah, I think that did have a lot to do with it because this wasn't a uh, tr- traditional match that we're used to seeing as viewers of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, there 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 definitely was a a, a healthy. North American uh, inflection in this match by Chris Jericho, of course. Um, okay, so a lot, now a lot of WWE esque uh, spots. Yeah. That's not a bad know. like. No, no, no. I'm not saying that like is a bad thing though. Why? Why does that necessarily have to be a bad thing? I mean, we've seen plenty of. Uh, I don't know. I love a lot of uh, you know street fights and uh, no DQ matches from WWE. I, uh, again, I think that this, I think this match was Terry Funk, Ric Flair, I quit. And I think that was one of the best matches out there. And, and I, and, and I, that's a five-star match to me. So you felt five with this, huh? Live, I did not. On TV, I did. On TV, you did. Hmm. Okay. Because I watched this match twice, and I don't think I, I had that five star feeling either time. I I even went I, after it was over, I went four and a half. Hmm. I, I I went four and a half, uh, Jericho I'm, Omega, and four and three quarters for uh, Naito Okada. I'm learning a little something about Colin Miller here. That Colin Miller doesn't appreciate the brawl. No, no, no. That that's not true at all. Um, I just didn't feel like it was a five-star match and you know for whatever that is even a five-star match you know what i mean right at the end of the day at the end of the day great match blow away match i think your five-star means athleticism and uh as opposed to violence and um Again, maybe maybe it. You're again, onto this something. Is a, this is not a this is not a knock of of a 20 year old pro wrestling fan. This is not this is not what this is about to sound like. But fuck you, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there is something to be said about growing up watching a UWF or a Memphis. Or a uh, you know a Crockett, 
Damon, there's something to be said for growing up watching AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels. <laughs> yes, there is. But <laughs> but there is a different appreciation, okay. I think. And I think when Meltzer throws out a five for a, a match like this, I can see, and I could be dead wrong, but I, I, I'm going to say that if I were to give a demographic overview, so the people who saw that five, right, and the people who might have squinted and said, oh, I don't know, that's a five, are 20-ish. And the people who are like, fuck yeah, that's a five, might be sliding a little bit closer to the 30s, 40s. I think that's a fair assessment because, like you said, you grew up watching uh, different stuff than I did, just to put it plainly. And Again, my idea of a five star match. When I'm thinking five stars, I'm I'm thinking just just think of Ibushi Nakamura if you just want to use like a placeholder example. Right, and I agree, and I and I, and I listen, I agree. I feel like that's that's like for New Japan, that's that's your. I don't, and again, don't take this wrong way. Don't you hate it when people say that? Don't take this wrong. I'll take it away. We're fucking away. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, now I'm gonna take it the wrong way. Right. Um, that's your cookie cutter. New Japan five-star match, right? Right. Whereas this was, I don't want to say so outside the box, but it was not your not your typical New Japan five-star match. This was a cut from a different cloth. Well, listen, it was unlike anything we've seen in New Japan in years. In years, yeah. I mean, we've seen stuff like this, but not to the perfection that it was performed, right? Um, let me ask you that. Have you ever watched that match, that Funk Flair match? I that have I, not. I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, give me a little I'm homework, gonna, huh? I'm gonna give you a little homework, and I'm gonna give a lot of you, uh, a lot of the whippersnappers. You know that you little whippersnappers, learning a thing or two. Time for uh, Professor Damon. Pop that on. I think that's 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 got to be on the network. I'm be checking right? my phone <laughs> within minutes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when's he going to do a shooting star <laughs> where's the dragon suplex where's, from the top where's the V trigger do a reverse hurricane Rana come on yeah. this match sucks where's the tiger driver at uh, this match sucks <laughs> that's the feeling that I would get from from that but again this I'm is being a, sarcastic by the way I know but but I feel like that Jericho and Omega is a modern interpretation huh huh Okay, I I think you're onto something. It's a modern interpretation of Flair Funk I Quit. Huh? You're not going to hear that from any other fucking podcast, right? No, you're really not. You're not. That's a take. That's called a take. That's called called having an entertaining podcast that people from Singapore and Hong Kong can sink their teeth into. All right. Speaking of takes... I want to give you, uh, well, I want to give uh, our listeners our take on uh, this Suzuki versus Goto match because, let's be honest, again, I, I, I keep talking about all the matches we previewed. When we previewed this match, I think it's um, a fair assessment to say that we were less than excited about this, due in large part to the previous Suzuki Goto matches that we saw in 17. And Damon, I'm very, uh, 
happy to say that this match was unlike the previous Suzuki Goto matches that we've seen. This match was unlike anything else on the card. Uh, There was a point in this match where I legit thought that Suzuki killed Goto. I thought he strangled him. Yeah, that that hanging spot. Oh my god. Right in the middle, right, right in the beginning of the match. The, right, this match. I I thought that they were actually going to do an early ref stoppage. Felt like it. Right? I couldn't believe it. I, I I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, they're they're gonna do poor poor Hiroki Goto. That was such a a um, a, a, a risky spot. Today. I I haven't felt anything like that in a in a match in. Um, a long time risk yeah it was risky and 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 it paid off and again i don't mean risky as in uh you know somebody's health was on the line right and it was risky in the sense of they did that spot and they that could have killed that crowd when it was done right because if they couldn't if they if, because if if at that point and again, it's quick in the match. They had they were banking on people being emotionally invested in Goto. And that is a risk at this point of Goto's career, right? That's a risk in and itself. I haven't been emotionally invested in Goto right. since uh, G1 final. Right. 2016. So, so they're going into that spot rather quickly, right? People could have been like, all right, hand wave it. But they got emotionally invested in having Goto fight out of that that particular killer spot. That was risky, um, and I and I think it paid off. It paid off because that entire rest of that match is Suzuki beating the fuck out of Goto. Oh, just just, just teeing off on him, just yep. slapping him in, in, into tomorrow outside the ring. Just brutalizing them, brutalizing them uh, with chair shots and just, oh, there's nothing better than a motivated Suzuki. To me, when he is motivated and on his game and serious, he is so fucking great, so great. And 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 again, it paid off, and the, and the fans got behind it, and the fans got 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 into Goto coming back from that um if, if think I mean, about that statement the fans got into goto well listen again we always sit here and say that goto is is a major player it just feels like he's been been battered and beaten like he's dinged up he needed he needed a new coat of paint and that's why i was really scratching my head about this match in the first place i was i was thinking to myself what what purpose could this possibly serve why are we even doing this we've seen this match already in uh 2017 multiple times i don't need to see it again i was unimpressed the first few times the 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 two just didn't seem to have much chemistry but uh, boy i guess uh third time or whatever this is is uh is a charm because this was in my opinion the Definitely the best match on the f- uh, on the first half of uh, this Wrestle Kingdom card, but maybe, maybe just maybe the third best match overall. 
It might be my second favorite match overall. I I, I really loved this match. Yeah, I I don't I don't know if it's second for me, but I'll tell you what, what what an am- amazing thing in in the sense that New Japan, you know, there's a method to their madness, man. Here's Goto, who struggles. It felt like, and but those struggles kind of paid off in this match. Right? The fact that he is always the underdog and the fact that he always is it feels like he's you know got the shitty end of the fucking stick, right? And it feels like, you know, he's always swimming upstream sometimes. It 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 it, it made sense. It feels like all those there, there's a reason and a, and a method to to New Japan's madness when it came to Goto or at the very least they acknowledged it. Right, they acknowledged all that I just said, and said, "Okay, well, here's what would make the most sense in this match. He's got to fight for his right to party. He's got to fight from from you know five minutes in, in that choke spot. He's got to fight the rest of his match, this match, uphill, you know, against the current, if you will. He's got to fight. That that's 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 smart." hats off man I think they did a really great job and whether it was an intentional thing or if it was I think they just it made sense for the Goto character to have a match like this it just made perfect fucking sense that's I think that's what I enjoyed the most of it is that it made sense there was a payoff at the end of the day there was a payoff with Hiroki Goto well, you know what they say, Damon. Uh, what's the old saying? Uh, Ghetto works in mysterious ways. <laughs> Thank you, Bono. Um, I mean, and here's the thing: the easy thing it feels like. The easy thing would have been shave fucking Godo's head, right? Bald-headed geek. Hashtag bald-headed geek. Thank you. That would have been the easiest thing to do. He didn't do it. But what they did, the most rewarding thing that they could have done was kind of exactly what they did. And I think that this match really is a prime example of how sometimes it's not best to overanalyze cards. And sometimes it's just best to just sit back and say, hmm, okay, maybe this match doesn't look particularly sexy on paper. Maybe... Maybe if it were me, I would have done uh, Suzuki versus Ishii. However, like you said, at the end of the day, by the time this match was over, what a beautiful story it told with uh, Hiroki Goto having to overcome uh, this this uh, animal that is Minoru Suzuki right from the get-go. He was a nice gentleman to us. <laughs> and 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 I also really loved um at the end of the match when Suzuki Goon is trying to get get Suzuki the hell out of there so he doesn't have to, ch- to shave his head and Suzuki's like no 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 I'm 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 a man of my word yeah I'm getting back in this ring I'm sitting down on this chair I'm shaving my own damn head because that's what I said I was gonna do yeah I like the fact that um and again. A lot of the subtleties of New Japan. How how many times do you put up with the nonsense of Suzuki Goon, right? And 
you know, when they finally say, okay, well, here's the step that also there's going to be no outside interference, no, no secondhand people, no people milling about and nonsense, you know, and then, you know, you get that moment of, oh, here comes the fucking nonsense, right? Tai Chi running in and Yoshihashi making the save, you know, no nonsense. The young lions holding them back. That's the payoff. That's the payoff for putting up with nonsense, right? The reason why we got nonsense was for moments like that, right? The payoff, the payoff. Ah, oh, that's good. That's a good match, man. A lot, a lot of small little, a lot of small little things in that match that really, when we talk about payoffs for being a New Japan pro wrestling fan. And the way that they book and sticking and, and rewarding the fan, th- th- that match, so many little nuggets that rewarded you for sitting through a fucking multi-man tag on a road two show in the middle of April, right? Well, that is our job, Damon. You know, I, well, you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's that, like, like it rewards those people. Those people got got. Got a nice little payoff in that match. Good for New Japan. Another thing I wanted to mention, uh, lastly, about this match, I was listening to uh, the Wrestling Observer uh, review of this Tokyo Dome card. At least I think that's what it was. And Meltzer kind of came up with the idea, like, wouldn't it have been awesome if uh, Shibata came out and uh, fended off the the Suzuki Goon uh, goons? What a great mm-hmm. moment that would have been, right? But I'm thinking about that back, and like, yeah, initially when you say that, yeah, that sounds like, oh my God, could you imagine the place would have exploded? But I feel like that would have detracted from the Goto story because then people w- would have been talking about Shibata. Like, that would have been the takeaway at the end. And that, you know, Shibata making a, an, an appearance, and I don't, I don't even know if he was there or not. Do you know? I do not, I do not know. Um, okay. I don't think i'm gonna say i don't think but i i definitely don't know um what are your thoughts on on that if that would have happened i see both sides i see i i mean it would have been it would have been a wrestle kingdom moment um (laughs) it would have right Um, the place would have exploded if shibata's music hit and he came out and just you know throwed some uh slaps toward the uh suzuki goon juniors make yourself famous son right um, but I do see your point as well in the sense of it might distract from the Godo moment and that needed to be and again we're talking about the never title too yeah know? we <laughs> you <laughs> know what we're talking about a never title match that's the funny thing about this match and even the Jericho Omega match is that you forgot that there was a title on the line and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe it's a little bit of both a little bit of both, a little bit of both, a little bit of both. Because like um, it almost like 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 both of those matches that I talked about almost transcended the uh, respective titles that were on the line. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, listen, we we've criticized, and it was it was a nominee for disappointment of the year, Suzuki's never title run. So I I don't think there is there's any shame in that. Um, but again, we're hype over a never title match. 
Yeah, when, when was the last time we were hyped over an ever title match? Like maybe maybe the Ishii days, yeah, the, the, the Ishii Honma days. Right, it's been a while. It's been a little bit. So good. I mean, that was a lot of lot of lot of lot of good coming out of that match. I I, I would agree. That's that that's people are going to remember that match. Good good stuff. Well, Damon, Nothing guess but, what? Are we done? We just covered the entire Wrestle Kingdom twelve card. I mean, do we have to talk anymore? Are we talking about that? We talked about <laughs> Dash, right? We, I mean, yeah, we pretty much covered that. Yeah, we don't really need to necessarily cover Dash, but I did, uh, before we uh, officially wrap up for this evening, just wanted to make mention of uh, some of the matches that are booked for these new beginning shows um, in Sapporo. Um, number one, first thing I want to mention, well, a couple things actually. Uh, before I forget, Kenny Omega. It was announced he has uh, renewed with New Japan Pro Wrestling. His uh, next contract expires January 31st, 2019. So we are guaranteed to have Omega at least until then. Nice, nice. Um, Yeah, I mean, coming out of this show, I mean, we haven't even talked about the numbers of the show, which is outstanding, right? I mean, the biggest uh, New Japan show in 15 years, right? Yeah. and, and again, signing a guy like Kenny Omega, locking him down for, for the, the time that they are. Very smart move. I mean, they had to do it. Um, so that was very good uh, news there. Um, and again, I think the numbers that he helped draw um, speak to that. So good job by uh, New Japan and Kenny. Good. All right. What else we got? Uh, next new beginning show. Well, the first new beginning show that's going to be in Sapporo on uh, Saturday, January 27th. Of course, main event Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Minoru Suzuki. Uh, I see title. I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited about this because we haven't seen this since, I want to say, 2012. They're, they're, I mean, they had match of the year. It was Wrestle Kingdom, right? I mean, it was it, that match, that Wrestle Kingdom match. And again, bodies are a little bit more battered and bruised. But the potential there is great, right? What, what those two were able to produce already in their careers in a match together. Again, it was a match of the year. Uh, so I'm hyped. Um, again, bodies are a little bit more bruised and battered, a little bit more uh, road miles. But I think uh, I think we, uh, of, of any challenge for Tanahashi, that one has me very excited, very excited. Uh, the next night in Sapporo, they're doing two nights, uh, January 28th. Uh, we're going to see a rematch, Young Bucks versus Sho and Yo. So, of course, I, I had said earlier, that's going to be a program. And yep. uh, we're also going to see Kenny Omega defending the U.S. title against Jay White. Huh. Okay. Uh, how are we feeling? I mean, listen, if there is any match where uh, Jay White is going to show it's going to show his stuff and show that he belongs in a... Uh, uh, a main event position. This has got to be it. I mean, this is this this is as good as an opportunity as he's ever going to get against Kenny Omega. Yes. Um, I will say this too. A lot of pressure on Jay White with this one, right? Lots of pressure. You know, following that uh, uh, that 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 Tokyo Dome match against Tanashi, which again, very very good match. Uh, not not a lot of buzz. But buzz was not buzzable. Not buzzable, as Kevin Kelly would love to say, but couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
it does feel that way, right? And and again, I could I could have it all wrong. Want to be the first time, uh, but it does feel like that. There's uh, Jay White needs needs a little bit of a of a of a. Again, I don't want to put it on him, right? Because I think he was put in a bad spot, but uh, he wasn't ready. He, okay, yeah, it just needs it. it he I was not ready. A, I think him as a wrestler is is he's ready. He's yeah, a as wrestler. as a wrestler, he's ready, but. <laughs> Again, I, I, I'm sorry. I know you love the gimmick, but I'm just I, I'm confused here. What is he? Tell me. What is he? He's a handsome uh, New Zealand. He's a well, handsome Kiwi. Besides that, oh, oh. we 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 know that. But have you what, seen those abs, Colin? Jeez. I have. Uh, I've seen the hair. I've seen the I've seen the get up. Look, he's got a good look. It's just not not connecting with me personally. All right, look. Um, Something about his aura that is not connecting with me. All right. Well, look here. It, 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 you're getting Kenny Omega. This is his chance. You know, we get, you know, but let's make this work. Um, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be very good, actually. Um, and I think this is exactly what he needs. Truth be told, I think this is exactly what he needs. I think we'll be fine. Give, give, give Jay White a little patience. Give, give. give remember, Colin. All you need. Is That's just right. a little patience, as a a, a a wise man once said. <laughs> wise wise man who can't show up on time to <laughs> to his own gigs. You mean Morrissey? <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, and, ju- uh, and, ju- and jumping ahead really quick to uh, New Beginning in Osaka, Saturday, February tenth. New Beginning stretched out a bit, Damon. Um, it is. We're going to see uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match. Osprey versus Takahashi. Can't wait nice. for that one. Yes. Uh, Goto versus Evil for the Never title. That should be really good, actually. That should be very good. In the main event, Okada versus Sonata. And again, here's an example. Um, now, we, we all know Sonata's not walking out of their IWGP Heavyweight Champion. But... Um, New Japan is just so good at putting guys like Sonata and Evil in these positions to really kind of um, really heat them up, heat them up, you know. So they're kind of um, uh, in the back, simmering and ready and hot, just in case something would happen. And that's uh, it's a process they do, and uh, that that's what I see going on with Sonata here. Big big opportunity for him in the main event in Osaka against Okada. It's going to be a great match, I think. Um, but no yeah, doubt. you're right. It's 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 a um, a great way to get from point A to point B, um, and point B being continuing Okada in this tremendous, amazing, historic title run. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say that they're feeding Sonata to the Lions, but um, yeah, I don't. I can't imagine Sonata walking away. Wouldn't that there. be something, though, <laughs> if Sonata <laughs> beats? So if, if if Sonata ends Okada's reign. Hey, let me let's say this. You know, I don't think anybody going into G one would have put money down and said Evil was the one that's going to break Okada's streak, right? Um, I don't think anyone. Have happened. Yeah, stranger things have happened. I mean, Chris Jericho just had a five star match at the Tokyo Dome. That's pretty strange. When you, when you say it that way, it is fucking strange. And you know, you know what else they say? People are strange when you're a stranger. That's Morrissey, then, right? No. No. I, oh. Who who is this Morrissey? 
<laughs> you know who Morrissey that's, is? That's, that's Morrison. Son. Ah, I get him confused all the no, time. No, I know who Morrissey is. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, well, Damon, guess what? That about does it for today's episode of the oof. New Japan Purocast. I know, folks, We I, once again, we, we really do apologize for the wait. I know that... Uh, Many of you have been uh, anxiously awaiting um, to hear to hear Damon talk about his experiences in in, in Tokyo and to hear our our, our overall thoughts on uh, this Wrestle Kingdom. So nice, night, nice, healthy two-hour uh, puro cast here for you today. And uh, of course, we're going to be talking about so much more in the coming weeks. I mean, we only scratched the surface here with uh, previewing the new beginning cards and uh, offering you our our speculation for 2018 um just to listen this this year has a lot to live up to does it not oh my god i mean listen um 17 was tremendous 18 has got a lot to live up to it does um it's on the right path <laughs> it's, it's exciting you know it's uh jericho naito eat. at long beach possibly we'll see what happens um we'll, we'll definitely uh, I like where they're going with a lot of the stuff. The Suzuki Tanahashi. I think Jay White and, and Omega, and even with Cody Rhodes and that. Abushi. One, one last question for you, Damon. I'm going to put you on the spot. Go ahead. And we're going to kind of close with this thought. Um, are we going to see Omega versus Okada again in 2018, or do they hold off on that for another year? Uh, I think we say it. I think we you see, see it. it. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Care, care to offer a venue? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. G one. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. G one. Well, we're gonna end with uh, that thought. But uh, once again, folks, I want to thank you for waiting, and I want to thank you for tuning in each and every week to the New Japan Purocast. We have so many great fans all around the world, many of which uh, Damon got to mingle with and interact with, and uh, I hope to be interacting with many of you in the, in the uh, not-so-distant future at uh, some of these New Japan events. Remember, NewJapanPuroCast.com, your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, VoicesOfWrestling.com. Of course, we're a part of their great podcasting network, so uh, there is no shortage of ways to listen to the New Japan PuroCast. And like I said, we're going to be we're going to be with you all month, uh, talking more about. Um, all of the uh, great things that we have to look forward to in the world of NJPW coming up. Uh, anything else you want to close with, Damon? Damon, uh, uh, yes. you're Damon. I'm Colin. I'm, just Colin. Uh, like, I'm so tired. It's okay. The jet lag's kicking in. Um, yeah, real quick. Listen again to everyone I spoke with. I can't possibly name everyone, but again, Patrick Hughes in, in Birmingham. Um, thank you. Uh, Clay Wilson, Joe from Hong Kong. Um, uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, you, you all make this so enjoyable. Um, thank you f- for for making Tokyo great. Thank you to everyone I spoke with, everyone there. Hopefully, you had as just as great a time as I did. Everyone at the meetup at fr- uh, uh, that we did with the uh, the Reddit group. Um, all I've met people from Long Beach that you know that flew over from Tokyo. They were at Yano's, right? Um, and I, I blew my mind. And we saw it just everyone. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's a, it's always a pleasure 
uh, when someone comes up and says they listen and they're a fan. And um, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. You made it great. You made another trip. Uh, I don't know how I can top it. So um, again, thank you again. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, thumbs up all the way around. All right. Thanks. All righty. So on that note, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys right here next week for another edition of the New Japan PureCast. Later, guys. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.